Hi, hi. hi guys, welcome to Marmalade. Uh, I'm Chota Beam. I'm Doris McCoy. And I'm Fairy Frog. So today we're going to talk about controversial topics, obviously. And the first question we're going to start off with is something that's been quite recent in the news and affected students uh, like us uh, across England. Yep. So um, I would like everyone's opinions on... Well, we know how the government have been handling this. You know, it's been going on since last year. Um, and I just want everyone's opinion on opening schools in March 8th, because I know a lot of students are quite scared and upset that they are opening schools. So, yeah, I just want everyone's opinion. Honestly, if I talking about it, I just think that it just seems a bit useless to just open schools up just all at once for everything. Yeah. No. Like, I honestly think that, like, years, like, prioritised years, like, year 11 and A-levels, they should go back to school. But yeah, I just, yeah. that, that's true. I yeah, just think it's, I agree. So, yeah, I just think it's just really unnecessary for the government just to be like, yo, like, we're going to open up schools to, like, everyone. You know, you're basically inviting corona into, you know, the, everyone's lives and you're recirculating it around the the society and you know also um I feel like a lot of students have gotten quite comfortable with you know lockdown and have been able to focus more on their mental health so I feel like opening schools has made it you know it kind of puts them back into that stressful situation that they've just had a break from yeah Mm. I I think also like especially because it's from like from a year 11 perspective as well it's just like you just constantly go in and out, in and out of school. It's just, like, you know... The handling of GCSEs has just been ridiculous. It's absolutely appalling. Right, Fairy Frog, have you got any more opinions on it? Well, to be honest, I think that they should open up shops first and then schools, because, like, I don't know really why, but... <laughs> you just want to get me and stuff. Huh? You just want to be shopping and stuff. Why would we open shops first, then schools? Um, because I need a new shirt for school. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, would you look at yeah. that? Wow. Yeah, we see our true colours. Okay, well, that makes sense. and also I feel like the main reason they are opening schools is because of the depleting economy, which we always hear on the news that the government are talking about. Yeah, I get the economy is depleting, but there are so many other ways to get it back up, such as, you know, focusing on getting more jobs for people. Yeah. I think, though, so, like, sorry. Um, I Marisha has a point in terms of opening up shops because our economy is like depleting, depleting. And if you look at it, our like so many people are on an all-time unemployment high. Like you know, unemployment's an, an all-time high in five years. You know, so like honestly, I think like to some extent, yeah, maybe we should start opening up shops just a little bit more. Just yeah. like, losing out on their jobs and it's just been really tough for all That's of us. True. They should focus on opening shops, I suppose, because, you know, the economy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, of course you're right. Doris! <laughs> uh, um, uh, so, yeah, um, what else? Um, I feel like the handling of lockdown has been quite trash, because I think if we look back on times before where they have open schools 
I think we can recognise from the data that every time the school's open, the cases rise. And I feel like they're being a little too dependent on this vaccine. Mm. Uh, yeah. They're very dependent. Also on the theory of herd immunity, they are too dependent on it. And I feel like it's dangerous. There's worst thing that, like, that corona is going to end in June. Like, that That's the lockdown's true. ending and the corona's going to end. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite unrealistic, in my opinion, but... Doris, give us your insightful views on this. <laughs> I, I just think the government just messed us up in so many ways, you know, that they should have dealt with it earlier. Like, our futures are put at stake for corporate greed, yeah. greed. You know, I just don't understand why... Oh, the politicians, the same politicians that just ruined our economy and didn't take coronavirus seriously. I don't understand why there is a pay rise for them. But meanwhile, medical medical students, maybe not students, but at least nurses and stuff, like they don't have a pay rise. But like politicians, the same politicians that act up our economy. Also, let's be honest. No student likes their school. No, you will always hear kids complaining about school, not wanting to go to school, saying how they don't about school. It's clear it's not a good environment for them to go back into after having their mental health damage from lockdown. Yeah. Well, you could have said more than yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's, yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, Okay, well, well, yeah, well, that's our insightful views. Obviously, what we say is right, obviously, like, you know, listen to us and lose it. Um, well, what else happened? Della, um, do you want to move on to the next topic? Oh, yeah, beauty standards. So, I don't know. It's just I've noticed how there's just been a rise in terms of, you know, the number of, um, you know, uh, not the number, but the statistics of prison and they've shown how you know uh, body dysphoria and you know um like eating disorders and all of that stuff has been an all-time high you know especially during yeah. you know people are more focused on kind of themselves and like more on social media like a lot of people feel a lot more self-conscious especially since they're not going out and stuff so like i think i think we've uh, another thing that i think is just, you know, the government's really let us down. In- yeah. Also, um, I feel like the idea of mental health um, isn't really talked about in schools enough. And I don't think schools truly understand how much of an effect mental health has on our grades and, you know, in our life and how we get through it. And I feel like the beauty industry, well, it's just very toxic in my opinion, you know, and also with lockdown, uh, everyone's trying to get skinnier, get fitter, you know, have a glow up and stuff. Um, you know, that's that's all right. But the thing is, I feel like some people are doing it in ways that does more harm than good. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Well, um, Fairy, Fairy Frog, uh, I know that you've been working out over um, the lockdown. And why don't you give some healthier examples of how to get summer bod. Well, I've been trying to work out. Um, me and my mom did like a week, a diet, like a, di- a week diet thing, and I was a vegetarian for 
no, a vegan, sorry, for like a week, and I'm still going, so it's kind of cool. I did lots of um, videos, workout videos. I recommend those because they got me through some stuff. And but right now, when the exams are like here, I just stopped working out, and I, I don't know, I just feel really depressed about the exams. But you know, it's fine. We vibing. Yeah. Well, um, with the vegetarian, I know being vegetarian and going vegetarian has always been kind of a hard transition for many people who eat meat to do. Because, you know, um, it's, you know, because no one likes vegetables. And yeah, people always say, but if you cook it this way, if you cook it that way. Uh, but can you give us examples on how to actually keep being vegetarian and stick to it? Wow. Um, I don't know. I was even of um like diet plans and like what you eat in a day. Um, on there. <laughs> um, so you can get an idea what to eat. And to be honest, for me, it was very easy to. I eat like vegetarian. I didn't eat a lot of meat, and mm-hmm. it was really easy for me to not eat meat. Oh. I guess. Um, Doris, I know you've been trying to get the splits done over lockdown. Uh, would you like to tell us how that's been going? <laughs> Pretty good. I my I can put my hand like my palms on the floor when my feet are together. So that's improvement because before I could only get like the tips of my fingers onto the floor. Oh yeah. And now I can do like I can I'm nearly to the floor like just a couple centimeters off, but like I'm nearly on the floor. But I just need to push a little further. But it's been going really good. That's good. Um. Also, what's your opinions on makeup? Because I know a lot of people, especially Fairy Frog, you use makeup. Um. And uh, I know a lot of women get shamed over the fact that they do wear makeup. Do you think wearing makeup can be seen as um a form of catfishing, or you know? Because I know a lot of boys do shame women on social media for wearing. Uh, makeup and you know calling them catfishes and this and that so what do you think about the topic of makeup honestly like you I don't think no there blame are... very froggy Doris carry on okay um okay um so it's um a uh there's a um it's it's not their fault you know they're catfishing or whatever the, the problem is within society and society has perpetuated those beauty standards onto women and forcing them to feel like they have to look a certain way and a lot of that is based on male admiration you know they want to um a lot of like male recognition and that kind of thing where it's kind of like and obviously a lot of women do makeup because they just want to feel pretty but cool. it's like obviously that's perfectly fine like you know make yeah. up a way of uh expressing yourself and you know um showing how unique um you can be and like showing different techniques and 
you know it it really is like a paintbrush you know it's literally a form of art it is so gorgeous some people are so talented literally like makeup is honestly such a gift but at the same time it's a double-edged sword in terms of a lot of women do feel like they have to look a certain way you know and yeah. they natural beauty like isn't really a thing you know like they feel like they have to like change how they look and they can't love themselves for who they are because so I guess so I guess it could be argued that this whole like catfishing thing that boys proclaim is really down to boys themselves yeah so yeah, a, a lot of it is just really just societal standards and peer pressure being perpetuated onto women. And, you know, they're not catfishes because they want to look good. You know, in the first place, you shouldn't be looking at a woman mm. because they're pretty, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You should be looking at a woman because you appreciate her personality, like how she is, how she behaves, how she treats others, you know? like beauty is such a very fake a very you know it's a very surface level way of looking temporary thing I would say it's not like no one's going to be beautiful forever you know yeah uh fairy frog um I know that you do do makeup you know I know you do like like experimenting with makeup and you know trying different things so could you give some tips to some viewers on some like basic tips or you know any views that you have on it? Um, me and giving tips. Oh, you picked the right person for it. I know. So, um, I have been experiencing because um, well, sorry, I have been <laughs> experiencing um how to do makeup by myself because no one like taught me because like my mom doesn't live in this era and stuff like that. And I don't really have friends that do makeup. I love you guys, but you don't do makeup. And so I went on YouTube and um, just looked up some tutorials and experienced with them. Okay. Um, so is there, like, can you give us a name? Or, like, do you remember what was the first video that you watched? Uh, the first makeup video that I watched, it was by James Charles. Oh, my God. Oh, shocker. And he did like a gorgeous makeup look, and I wanted to recreate that, but it yeah. turned out as a pee pee poo poo. Uh, so I stopped for a while, but now I'm coming back to doing makeup and like extreme makeup looks. Oh, that's good. So, um, should we move on to the next topic of our talk? Yeah. So, in the news. Zoe Lavera announced that she's pregnant. Oh, big oof. Didn't she get with that 13-year-old? I'm not really sure with who. Wait, who's the child with? Yep, it's with Connor, the 13-year-old dude. Doris, I know you like touching up little kids, so, like, what's (laughs) the this? Would you say there's too much, Doris? Wait, who who is she? Wait, <laughs> Zoe Laverne is this influencer, and she's been on YouTube and well, she's been on a couple of platforms for quite a long time now. 
um, she's just an influencer, media influencer. And mm-hmm. recently there's been a controversy, I'm sure everyone knows, um, um, recently there's been a controversy, controversy where there's been a video of her doing sexual stuff and kissing um, with a 13-year-old. And Wait. now um, she's pregnant. Wait, how old? 13-year-old. Wait, is she 13? No, she's no, no, like... She's... Yeah. How old is she? 17? Like... Yeah, I think 17. <laughs> yeah. So what's your opinion on this, Doris? Well, I think she should be arrested. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, like, literally. Like... That's, like, child abuse. Like, that is actually child abuse. That's grooming. Yeah, yeah. Like you're forcing a kid into being a father, like a, a, not like a, li- a literal like tween. Exactly. Like, See, a- it's a bit mental, to be honest. To be honest, I don't really get because the thing is, she is old enough to recognize that going out with kids and doing sexual stuff with kids can lead to dangerous situations. So we can't. It's not like when on TikTok or on media we see um people doing something wrong and it's usually a kid when it's a kid you know you kind of give them a second chance you know because it's like they don't know as much but she's a full-grown 17 year old she knows what she's doing and now she's pregnant we're not gonna feel sorry for her i don't think to be honest i just think it's stupid it's her own fault yeah uh also in the news the baby or whatever his name is that baby this jojo siwa in the new track you know, I can't stand for that. Jojo is a queen. Um, recently, she came out as uh, bisexual. Yep. Bisexual lesbian. I'm pretty sure it was bisexual, and she has a girlfriend. Oh, they're so cute together. And so they came out, um, she came out, and wow, you know, I just, I'm just so happy for her. And I feel like the baby or whatever his name is, should just back off, because it's like, I don't know, I feel like there's no point trying to attack her. She's such a sweet person. Uh, he said, and I quote, you a bitch, JJ Siwa. Bitch. That's what he said. See, I feel like some celebrities who are more relevant, like, try and get relevancy by going up at these bigger, you know, people. Yeah. I feel like JJ Siwa has really become more relevant now, especially because of TikTok, where she's been posting quite, you know, regularly. Doris, have you got any opinions on this stuff or, like, you know? No, dude. I'm kind of just, yeah, news. What's your opinion from JoJo? You must know her. Yeah, like the boomerang girl. <laughs> I'm back like a boomerang. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. Also, do you know about the vegan teacher? Yeah. She got banned mm. off of YouTube, uh, off of TikTok, I mean. Oh my gosh. To be honest, it was expected, but wow. Wait, was she the one that was like, basically harassing me yeah yeah Yeah. she was like ukulele and singing songs and stuff about being vegan wow yeah i feel like that's a little dramatic though banning her just a tad bit dramatic just a tad okay so i'm gonna need your opinions on so we're gonna move on from we started with the news great start and we moved on to drama and you know opinions on like debate topics like you know beauty industry so let's move on to something more people our age can talk about and you know probably leave some comments or something and then let's talk about um 
And I was come with some ideas on situations that you think need to be discussed, you know, that you have experienced. For example, fake friends or, you know, people who are a bit too naive in when getting to relationships, they're a bit too naive and have high expectations. Um, or, um, you know, yeah. So let's start with something like fake friends, you know, as I said. So what's your opinions? Obviously, no one's going to like them, but yeah, what's like your opinions on them? I have a lot of them. So oh. because of this lockdown, uh, I like realized that I only have two real friends out of the whole group that I was hanging out with, like before lockdown, I realized that I only have two friends. Wow. See, I feel like fake friends, especially during lockdown, it's just like, I feel like a lot of people are doing this where after they're trying to use lockdown to make themselves better and try and cut out all toxicity. So in a way, lockdown has been very enjoyable. Doris, what's your opinion on this? Uh, I just think fake friends, it's just a bit hard to be like, you know, like sometimes you never really notice like. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Like, I don't know, for me, for example, I just remember a time when I was at an all-time low and I was just like, hey, yo, dude, I I just, I need someone to talk to. Like, yeah. Day, I got a DM back being, and I was, like, crying everything, mind you, being like, look, I just want to go back. Like, I just don't want to stay here. Like, I need to go back to, um, back to Bristol or whatever. And I just got, like, a DM back being like, oh, man, like, at least you don't have, like, a test next week I haven't revised for the past week and whatever and it was like but I you know what I'm saying my yeah. god yeah that seems horrible especially during lockdown I'm sure your mental health is already suffering and like well that's not gonna help during lockdown it was like uh, like two two years ago but oh like, oh right but like I still think back to that moment and it just how like sometimes when I'm at an all-time low like it kind of is just a bit of a struggle you know yeah. so like yeah. I feel like these moments where we do experience fake friends it really helps us grow as a person and helps us be like be able to judge people's character yeah you know and recognize if they are actually worth building a connection with mm. so it's a good thing that we all experience fake friends it's just not a nice situation to be in of course yeah I think also just as well as like with fake friends is that like it either it either makes you or it breaks you you know exactly exactly that's the thing but the thing is you can always find more friends there are Mm. so many people in the world you are going to find someone who is just like you or similar to you so if anyone is watching who's having a little trouble with like friends who are fake obviously um just know that, just cut them off. It's just not worth losing sleep and getting tired and annoyed and just arguing and trying to see the better side of them because I promise you, you can definitely spend that time finding someone else who is, you know, someone nicer. So, mm. yeah. Um, what other topics can we talk about? So we've pretty much gone through most of the most, like, prominent stories at the moment and by the way we will be posting every week so remember to come in um so yeah 
At the moment, there has been that Trisha Paytas and Jeffrey Star situation. It's just I don't want to talk on it too much right now because the story, the source I get the drama from hasn't finished the story yet. So I don't want to talk on it being uneducated. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, we'll keep that in for next week or yeah. the week after. Um, so remember, if you do want us to discuss any more situations, remember to like, you know, let us know. If you have any questions, you can mm-hmm. ask we will be answering all questions, obviously. Yeah. Um, so yeah, guys, that's to support us and you you, know. like help us out. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, okay, okay, it's fine, guys. Okay, composure. So let's talk about something else. So of course, fast fashion. I know a lot more people now, especially after Black Lives Matter and everything else, people have become trying to be, you know, more sustainable and better for the environment and nicer to people. Of course, of course, makes sense. And sustainability is a big thing, especially now after the whole, um, what was it? What was it? Protest and stuff we had over, you know, climate change with Greta Thunberg. And yes, that was a long time ago, but I know, but you know, let's talk about it. So, um, fast fashion, I know Primark has been getting a lot of heat and Kylie, Kylie, Kylie Jenner, right? Kylie Jenner, that's it. Sorry. (laughs) How could you forget her? Sorry. Uh, So yeah, Kylie Jenner has been getting a bit of heat during the start of lockdown when she didn't pay the workers in Bengal, I think it was, who made her products, but she didn't pay because she didn't want them to get sold because lockdown. So, what's your overall opinions on fast fashion? You know, I hate it. Mhm. Doesn't that double? You know, it's just it's such um that people really brush under the rug. You know, you know, yeah, polluting industry in the world. You know, but like when people talk to you about like, oh wow, like what's one of the biggest contributors to like climate change or pollution or whatever like people will tell you oh it's like gas emissions like carbon dioxide like fuel and like electricity or you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and but like people really don't like understand like the full extent and like of fast fashion that's true that's true i feel like people overlook the um stuff of fast fashion a lot yeah like they really look over like the like the environmental damage that it imposes exactly. on the world and it's just like you know it's not just a case of oh it's environmental issues or talking ethical issues as well you know it's workers living workers in exactly also what do you think about that actions see the thing is i feel like during lockdown i'm sure we've seen that some celebrities have been going to dubai um, and traveling during this time, which I think is so stupid. During a lockdown, you know, you're a celebrity of a massive field of influence, and traveling during it is just, you know, it's so stupid. So, what's your opinions on celebrities who break lockdown and go to like Dubai or other places? Just, I don't know. Very cool. What about you? I know you keep up to date with lots of like celebrities and stuff. So, what's well, your opinion on? Um, 
I don't really have an opinion. Like, they should really... Uh, um, like, set a good image out there and, like, just show people that, like, we can get through this lockdown without, like, I don't know, risking everyone else's lives. True. But now, mm. um, uh, most people in America, they're, like, through, like, parties, uh, like, when the pandemic was going on, they are getting, like, big consequences. Like, some of them have to pay, like, a lot of money for, like, throwing the party. That's true, that's true. Yeah, also, I feel like during our first lockdown, I think that was a big issue in unis where people were throwing parties. Now, Doris, I know that you have um, family and stuff, family and friends who do go to unis, um, because, yeah, you know, of course, um, what, you know, experience do you have with the whole uni and the fear of students there? It's not just, it's not just like, oh, they're throwing parties and stuff. Like, the thing is, we're really underestimating, like, the student side of it with a lot of students, like, they're paying massive amounts of money for literally just a lecture, like, which they could probably yeah, find. Yeah, on- that's true, that's yeah. true. It's like 10,000 a year, isn't it? 25,000 for, like, uh, you know, some money, because you know, they're doing engineering and stuff. And it's just, like, it's insane. It, it's just insane and they so they some a lot of students have to pay rent oh for, yes like, yes that's true which is like whoa and on top of that it's just it's, they're paying just the amount of money they have to like um labs and like equipment and the library you know, all the benefits universities offer to them they don't have that kind of stuff and on top of that we're dealing with a struggling economy which means, you know, struggling, you know, jobs. Yeah. But, you know, we're talking about, like, unemployment here, like, definitely, you know. That's and- Has Have any of you experienced any issues with the unemployment or, uh, you know, unemployment or the struggles uni students? Have, have any of your parents or anything, like, lost jobs or anything over here? Oh yeah, my dad did. Now he's like he's working in a hospital, but through like two months he couldn't find a job because like pandemic. True, true. Also, it's harder now to find a job, isn't it? Because like lots of people have lost jobs uh, in the lockdown. Yeah. So it's actually yeah. So good on your dad for like getting that job. Um, also, nurses. I know. All of our parents are nurses, aren't they? Yep. So I think we all recognise the fear of when they go to work. Because, you know, they are over here looking after patients and people. And there's always going to be a chance that they will one day maybe get COVID or bring it home, you know? So Mm -hmm. I was just thinking, like, how? what's your opinion as the child of nurses about them going to work and how they're being treated by the government. Well, my mum went to work and she got COVID and then I mm. moved out of the house and I lived with my sister for a week. Mm. Uh, um, but apparently, um, like, she didn't have any symptoms. Well, that wasn't apparently. Like, she didn't have any symptoms. And, like, two months later, the NHS sent her, like, apology because, like, it was a... Uh, wrong it, that she didn't even have covid it was like a 
like a wrong test. Oh, the false reading? Yeah. Oh, what about Doris? What about you? I mean, like, so far, like, with my mom, she hasn't really gotten anything, but she's been talking about how uh, that her um, her department in the uh, hospital ended up getting dissolved. So now she has to work in departments and stuff in, like, things and surgeries and, uh, you know, that kind of stuff that she's never really participated in. So I know... Like, for her especially, it's just been really stressful in terms of, like, knowing what to do and, like, how to do it and, like, if she's doing it right or wrong. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a new field for her, isn't it? Yeah, like, completely new field. Oh. Uh, I, my mum's also a nurse, obviously, um, and, well, the issue with our one was is that it's incredibly understaffed in her hospital, so it's usually, like, um, a couple nurses in a ward or, you know, stuff like that. And I feel like that's a big issue getting out throughout England. Mm. Hospitals are understaffed. Mm. And the thing is, nurses aren't even getting paid enough. They're out here risking their lives. You always see those videos, like, um, on BC or stuff like that, when nurses are crying, they're overworked, yeah. they're underpaid. I feel mm. like they just need to get a bit more respect, you know? Mm. Nurses really don't get like enough respect. They don't like seriously. Especially, I remember when they did get some recognition was when they were doing that clapping. Oh yeah, you know. See, that was really wholesome. But the thing is, didn't last at all. And I feel like it was it was nice. You know, I felt like it made the nurses feel more appreciated. But the government, the the people shouldn't have to be here to bring up morale of nurses, that should be down to the government. The government, um, last lockdown, they inc- like increased the tax, no, increased the pay. They increased the pay of the politicians, uh, but they couldn't do that for the nurses. Mm. It's, it's just very horrible how they've handled it, especially the people who are like serving frontline and helping us. Didn't they well, like now settle it down? Like I, to be me, uh, personally, I don't hate like much about nurses like nothing happening now but like back then when the first like wave hit uh, there was a lot of nurses like complaining but I don't know I think it's quiet now yeah that's true that's true have any I know because of the people losing jobs a lot of people have been having financial issues we can tell this from the £30 meal kits that the government were giving out. Oh, that was a disaster, first of all. It didn't work. Do you see the amount of food that they were getting for £30? No. You didn't see it? Did you see the pictures going around? No. Doris, I remember you showed me one of the pictures. It's actually so disgusting, isn't it? That is not £30. You could probably get that in Lidl for, like, a good fiver. Exactly, right? Exactly. So, would you say that they were lying that it was, like, £30 kits for everybody? It was, oh, don't even get me started. How much would you estimate that those kits were, in your opinion? Like, I'm top, like, £8. Right? Like, seriously, especially, it's like kids, you know? I think that's what made people angrier about the situation. This isn't meal kits for, you know, adults. These are kids. They're growing. They're going to need a good amount of food. Another thing that happened was that, you know, parents were getting blamed um, a lot for, you know, 
getting the food, they were like, you should be grateful, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, I don't think people understand. I feel like people always put down, like, parents and stuff on benefits. Because, to be honest, of course, some are able to get jobs, obviously, but some can't. What's your opinion on benefits? Because I know that a lot of people do get benefits even when they are able to work. Mm. I think benefits are, are just really if you're just you know if you're like struggling and you've got kids you know and if it's you're financially you're just you're unable to work for example like you're um you know you're disabled or you know and you have to have but like yes I feel like it's just a view this a system when parents who um are able to work but refuse to yeah that that's a big issue especially when you know that's that money could definitely be spent on better things um okay so we're gonna end our podcast here for today remember we come on every week so remember to pop in um also if you've got any ideas for future podcasts i know this one has been a bit dry we've only been talking about covid but remember it's just we're just starting we're new to this so remember to come on uh, not come on cool. remember <laughs> to tell us um what you want us to do um so yeah yep. this has been marmalade and goodbye bye